0: This is The Blueprint, brought to you by
1: Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research, and I'm joined today by Gary Leibowitz and Justin Woody of Clarity. Uh, we're going to be talking about cybersecurity in the manufacturing space, which is uh, an enormous topic, especially in light of recent events. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Hey Jeff, uh, fantastic! We're really looking forward to to this, this discussion. Uh, we think it's a hot topic, uh, and you know, it's it's a need in in OT manufacturing for sure.
2: Yeah, and thank you, Jeff. Looking forward to the conversation. What does Clarity
0: do? So. Clarity is focused on solving cybersecurity problems for OT manufacturing environments and really understanding uh, three different things. Uh, number one, uh, what, the, what a person has in their environment from a visibility perspective. Number two, hey, what threats are, are there in the environment either coming or are currently there? And then finally, how do you protect the edges uh, around an OT platform in manufacturing?
2: Gary, anything to add? This is uh, definitely interesting times for manufacturing when it comes to cybersecurity. I mean, uh, manufacturing organizations want to be focused on uh, manufacturing, and suddenly there's this pain of cyber threats. So, Clarity is here to help and do as, as best as we can to make it as non-disruptive as possible. And that's what Clarity is all about: uh, in enabling uh, productivity, enabling production, enabling availability of Uh, of the manufacturing uh, production line and doing so in a way where uh, it it eliminates the threats of what cyber uh,
1: may introduce to the uh, more modern manufacturing line. And I think that's a a great transition into my next question. Um, In your experience, where are most manufacturers when it comes to cybersecurity? Are they ahead of other industries, sort of at parity, perhaps behind the curve?
0: Yeah, I think it's an interesting question because manufacturers are kind of along the spectrum in terms of very early maturity to a full maturity. And I think it, it has to do with a couple elements. I think it has to do with size. I think it has to do with budget. Um, and I think it also has to do with what they've experienced in the past. One thing that I noticed in manufacturing that they tend to be farther than some of their counterparts and other verticals is their move to uh, digital 4.0, the transformational processes as well as Uh, adoption of cloud technology. So we see this in in the manufacturing space a bit more uh, than some of the other
2: OT verticals. Gary, things to add? Yeah, something to take into account is, uh, and this is something that a lot of people don't really think about, uh, manufacturing uh, in the past was uh, an isolated, not connected type of a form from from an OT perspective. So technology from an automation and optimization uh, perspective has been introduced into manufacturing, of course, for quite some time. But the concept of connecting uh, the manufacturing facilities, um, that's something that is, is a relatively new concept over the last years. And that's where the whole cyber threat uh, landscape uh, now suddenly becomes a big issue and something that needs to be addressed. So this is something new that needs to be taken care of. And therefore asking the question is, you know, of, of uh, have they been doing the right thing in manufacturing in general and how advanced uh, are manufacturing uh, organizations based on the, the uh, current nor- more modern cyber challenge. That's something that's a relatively new type of a, of a challenge. So most organizations within manufacturing uh, have, have a ways to go, but it's primarily because of, of these new connected uh, environments. And as Justin was talking about, uh, 4.0 and so on these are these are things that are relatively new that need to be addressed so so it's very current very uh, real and very
1: relevant absolutely and uh, you know I do like the point that you know even if they've been successful with their cybersecurity in the past there are new threats there are new issues so let me ask what should manufacturers be doing right now to ready their cybersecurity policies and systems for the future
0: yeah, I'll, I'll add my uh, my view and then, and then let, Larry, let Gary uh, expand. I think one thing that manufacturers should do is get a handle on what they have in their environment, right? From a visibility, understanding all the networks that are attached, what third parties are are doing to their their environment, either from a support or management perspective, and understanding that landscape. And I think that once you do that and you start taking the data um, and... and The idea that that understanding what you have flows into your data stream of your compliance and your global risk programs. I think as you start operationalizing that data, it's gonna start flowing into your threat modeling and also into your threat uh, response environments. So it's gonna go from understanding your visibility and and discovering what you have. And that's gonna give you the tools you need Uh, for your threat monitoring and detection specific to the OT space.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll just add on top of that, um, uh, you did a great job there uh, describing Justin, but I would say that a lot of organizations are still at the point where they may have not appointed the right uh, or uh, folks in general uh, to to run with the responsibility of industrial cybersecurity or manufacturing cybersecurity. Uh, Organizations need to get started with who's got the ball, who's responsible, who needs to run with with, with the effort. Uh, and the answer to that, by the way, is, is not a simple one, but it definitely does need to include folks that have uh, traditional cybersecurity expertise and knowledge together with people that truly understand what the manufacturing shop floor looks like uh, with its anecdotes and its, uh, its challenges because it is different than the IT business network and the IT business network world. Uh, so first and foremost, have somebody with, you know, a throat to choke. Somebody that's got the responsibility and needs to run with it. From that point on, uh, what Justin had recommended is extremely important. You can't protect what you don't know you have, so you've got to get the visibility. And then once you've got the visibility, understand what type of threat vectors and vulnerabilities are in existence, what risk levels are there, uh, and and what your crown jewels are. And then uh, you can start building on a really productive and very effective cybersecurity project plan, uh, understand current state, understand desired state, build a gap analysis, and then have a mitigation
1: plan put in place based on the gap analysis of where you wanna go. Wow, a a lot to uh, delve into there, a lot of content. And I I think we've got some questions uh, a little further into the interview that are going to get into some of that in some more detail. Uh, I do wanna say, you know, you're going to be hosting a roundtable discussion here at Names21 about your experience integrating IT and OT security. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, we're really looking
0: forward to the discussion, uh, not only from sharing what we've known and some of the, the uh, war wounds that we've experienced, but also listening to, to the peers out there and, and what other folks are doing. I think as from an innovation perspective, I talk to a lot of customers and listen to their pain points and listen to some of the things that they're struggling with. And the idea that you, know, you have a set of OT systems, you have a set of IT systems, you have different people monitoring the same thing um, in duplicate functions uh, for two different environments, I think is one of the big problems that, uh, that organizations are, are looking to solve. You know, there's a cultural difference, uh, there's a um, you know, leadership difference, and I think that the what I see is that successful organizations that, that bridge this and have this integration um, have got to have that, the common goal in mind, as well as the common tool sets. So the, the idea that the OT guys are going to adopt some of the, the IT tools and, and vice versa, uh, that collaborative effort, I think, is is what I see as very successful with the organizations that I've been working with.
2: I am really looking forward to tomorrow, uh, as well as Justin A's. Uh, This is going to be an opportunity to share a lot of experiences that uh, we've uh, been going through with our manufacturing customers over the uh, last years, and there's quite a few of those and some really, really great experiences um, and and being able to share um, successes and, uh, of course, anonymized, but uh, all of this uh, type of sharing of experiences and successes uh, and what to do, what not to do. Uh, I think it can be a really good uh, mechanism and tool of us collaborating with others so that, uh, that they're better equipped with what they need to do as the next step. We're also looking forward to getting folks that participate in the roundtable uh, outside of just Justin and I uh, to share their experiences with us, their ideas. So it's going to be more of a collaborative conversation that we're all going to get to learn from. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, from, from working with so many manufacturing organizations over the last 10, 12 years now on industrial cybersecurity, uh, there's a lot of wealth of experiences, ideas, initiatives uh, that we're all going to be able to benefit from
1: the conversation. Fantastic. And you know, I'm going back a little bit to what you're saying about there needs to be someone responsible. And I think some of the people who are going to be uh, you know engaging with this interview. You know, to them, they understand that there's an issue here that needs to be addressed. And, and maybe they're getting tapped from on, on, on high that they're going to be responsible for making this work. And cybersecurity from the outside looking in seems complicated and scary and maybe a little bit bigger than they want to handle. You know, what does getting started look like? How do you break this down and, and get familiar with something uh, like this? Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll use an analogy. Uh, I, went to, I went to, I was really hungry and I went to the sub shop the other day. And uh, I think my eyes were bigger on my stomach, but I ordered this 18 inch sub, right? Massive thing. And uh, I put it down there and I looked at it and I'm like, how am I ever going to eat that? My, that, was, that was way too much. Uh, and you know what? I just started on one end and, and one bite at a time. And pretty soon uh, the sub was gone. And I think that's very similar to, to the, the OT cyberspace. You've got to take small manageable bites uh, and pretty soon you'll find yourself uh, well along the maturity journey. So if I could throw one thing out there, visibility, discovery, um, start with a, a risk assessment, a posture assessment about what you have, uh, and just start start from there, uh, and then just build from there.
2: Yeah, blocking blocking and tackling. Uh, great advice, Justin. Uh, network segregation is probably the number one uh, recommended first step that you'll see in any uh, regulation, best practice, uh, and, and experts that talk about the topic of industrial cybersecurity. Uh, but once again, doing a proper job on network segregation and micro-segmentation is, is a big task. Uh, it's something that requires a lot of time, effort, money, uh, and what do you do in the meantime? Uh, visibility is huge. Uh, being able to uh, understand what you have in your environment. And, and there these are things that we're gonna be talking about a lot more in detail during the roundtable as well. Uh, but uh, there's also not one size fits all type of an approach. It really does depend where the manufacturing organization is at this point of time. I mean, going through the whole uh, notion of where the crown jewels are, uh, which facilities are most important and distribution centers and inventory and warehouses and uh, supply, I mean, uh, what do you do from a supply perspective? I mean, uh, you can be totally uh, totally locked down and everything be as cyber secure as possible. To, but if your suppliers aren't, then once again, you're crippled as well. So there's, it, there's a bigger conversation to talk about. Um, but first step as, uh, as Justin did with his uh, sub, uh, I, I do recommend as well where it's a bite at a time. The big question is, how do you prioritize first actions and where are you going to get your best Uh, or biggest uh, bang for the buck, and that's something that isn't going to be a a one-size-fits-all, and that's something that does require conversation. But we are going to be sharing uh, in the roundtable some types of uh, experiences that we've seen and ideas for uh, for manufacturing companies to to consider.
1: And I I think it is important to say, you know, they don't have to reinvent the wheel here. There are great resources and great uh, organizations to work with like Clarity, so you know, whenever I talk about new technologies or updating technologies, I wanna talk about the people part of that transformation as well. So how does Clarity work with its, uh, its partners to improve cybersecurity? You know, what does that working relationship look like?
0: Yeah, we think this is key. So from innovation perspective, the idea that you know, there's a lot of tools out there that are continuing to push the edge, they have their own development teams, they have some, some great uh, aspirations. And you know, working with those guys and those, those different companies uh, along the journey. So identifying what we do, what I do, is identify uh, some technology partners that we think are particularly um, revolutionary, uh, that want a team, see, it open, you know, see OT as a critical market space. And we, we start this journey together. Uh, and so we're jointly developing, we're making sure our platforms align from a technology perspective. Um, as well as uh, you know, a vertical and uh, a customer alignment perspective. So that whole story um, is rich and full between what we do and what our partners do.
2: Yeah, I mean, from a, from a manufacturing company perspective, uh, there is no single entity that does everything. And, and the same happens with Clarity. We've got uh, the ability to uh, integrate, connect and collaborate with others that are expert in various components or as part of the ecosystem. Uh, And and our objective is to make that whole experience as smooth and seamless as possible for our manufacturing customers. So um, if if they've got in-house capabilities of managing systems, that's great. If they need somebody to do managed services uh, or deployment services, uh, do they need, uh, you know, uh, integrations with different other components throughout the organization to make it to make it a, a smooth journey these are things that we take upon ourselves very seriously to make sure that the manufacturing uh, company is is uh, from their perspective this is all uh, a seamless uh, journey uh, to get the the big challenge that they have at hand addressed uh, and that's something that we take very seriously so it's a, it's a very relevant topic a very relevant question
1: uh, and one that we we take very seriously at how we handle you know, we've covered a lot of ground here. Could you give us one or two key takeaways you want manufacturing executives to think about further uh, after hearing this interview?
0: I think one of the things is uh, listening to your colleagues and understanding you know their journey and understanding some of the war wounds and and experiences they've had. So I think that's what a, what this type of forum is fantastic for um, because. Uh, We all are on the same journey. And if you can avoid some of the pitfalls, I think that uh, saves a lot of pain
2: and suffering. So I think that's the one thing. Uh, And then Gary, I'll I'll let you fill in the other one. So I, I do have two things. So we'll end up with three, right? Number one is we've seen with recent compromises from an industrial perspective, this is something that is for real. It's a threat. It's an issue. It can cripple companies. Uh, and it's something that should not be taken lightly. That's on one side. So take it serious. On the other side, it's not something that we need to freak out. Of. It's manageable. It's something that can be taken care of and can be managed. But it's, it's something that requires pulling sleeves up. So budget needs to be uh, set aside. Uh, expert and smart people need to be uh, committed towards getting the job done and the journey needs to start Once the, one, one bite at a time uh, but it needs to start. So on one hand, take it seriously. On the other hand, uh, don't freak out. It's something that can get done. And we're happy to partner with you all on the collaboration uh, that we do on the, uh, the roundtable as a start, and then continue with that journey from that point on. We're, we're here for, for the long run and,
1: and happy to work with all of, all of the folks that will be joining us in that roundtable. Well, and Roundtable or anyone listening to uh, this interview, I, I think you're a great resource to, uh, to connect with. Uh, if they do want to get in touch with Clarity to learn more, ask some questions, what, what's the best way to get in touch?
0: Well, we obviously have our website and uh, you can hit that, hit, hit that up uh, or you can send Gary and I an email. My email is uh, justin.w at clarity.com. And uh, Gary, yours is? Gary.l at So pretty easy. Just hit us up and we're happy to answer any questions.
1: Well, I I do encourage everyone who's uh, listened to the podcast this far to get in touch. Uh, It's been an an absolute delight speaking with uh, Gary and Justin. I I can't think of the last time I've seen uh, two people being interviewed with such a natural back and forth where they they really complimented each other. It was a a terrific conversation. Thank you again so much for your time, uh, Gary and Justin.
0: it's our pleasure, Jeff. And uh, again, hit us up anytime uh, for additional questions.
1: I am really looking forward to engaging with folks. So please do take us up on the offer. You won't be sorry. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Uh, I've been your host, Jeff, and I look forward to speaking with you again soon.